Sophia, and welcome to the Well and Worthy podcast. This podcast is a journey where we will discuss all things mind, body, and soul, and learn how to take care of ourselves in a loving and genuine way. I'm so happy you're here as we dive into what wellness looks like on an individual level, and as we learn how to show up as our authentic and our highest selves. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody is having a very good summer thus far. I am finally done with my like long-term summer job at a child daycare, which was, well, daycare, day camp, which was pretty exhausting, but now I'm babysitting and I'm babysitting for one-year-olds and it is extremely draining to say the least. I don't know why I sound out of breath right now. I literally just like climbed a set of stairs and I'm out of breath and I feel like that is a little bit embarrassing, but I hope you guys are having a good summer. We're kind of in the prime of like healthy girl summer, happy girl summer, hot girl summer, whatever, whatever you want to call it. August is like kind of the prime. We're kind of a couple weeks from school. This is your moment. Go out, go swimming. If you haven't made s'mores yet, go make s'mores. This is your calling. This is, this is an order. I'm going to go make s'mores tomorrow because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in touch with my inner child. You know what I mean? I'm trying to enjoy the last bits of summer. But today we are talking about creating and not just creating, but creating from a place of authenticity and creating specifically for your calling. And your calling in life is is different for literally every single person. Like even if you have the same career, your calling for that career is different from person to person. And it also changes. I feel like people don't talk about the fact that how your your calling changes with every single season of your life. You know, right now, your calling might be to create a safe environment for kids to grow up at a summer camp that you work at or as a teacher. Maybe it's, you know, creating that safe environment for kids. Maybe it's creating TikToks or music or art or creating research projects or lab reports for those girlies in STEM and men in STEM, women in STEM. I'm a very, I'm a woman very far from STEM. I'm a woman who is minoring in women and gender studies, (laughs) but I respect and love all of our girlies in STEM. You guys have my utmost respect and also you terrify me. I have no idea how you do that. Anywho, <laughs> maybe also your your calling in life could be creating joy in someone's day as a, as a cashier or an entertainer or, you know, a garbage man, like cleaning up for people and making sure people have a safe environment to live in. The first step to, to truly finding joy you know, in the, in the moment and happiness and presence in your own life um, and within the now is by realizing that you're a creator. And that is the first thing I'm going to cover because having an episode where we're talking about how to create from a place of, place of authenticity without talking about how you're a creator, you first have to really, really establish like, I am a creator. Everyone is a creator. And I feel like a lot of people don't recognize that, you know, like, oh my God, I'm still out of breath, guys. I feel like a lot of people view the things that they have to do as like a checklist, like things they have to do rather than identifying with the things that they're doing, like identifying. And by this, I mean, if you're a student, do you have to write this paper or are you a writer? You know, do you have to do your homework or are you a learner? As a lawyer, do you have to do a debrief or are you, you know, a justice warrior? As a content creator, do you have to make a video or are you an idea shaper? I feel like it's about finding identity in the things that you have to do every single day. Even if it's a minimum wage job that you're only going to for like a couple of months, what are you creating with that time and space? Because whatever you choose to do with your time is also an identity that you're choosing to have. 
I'm going to say that again. Whatever you're choosing to do with your time is also an identity that you're choosing to have. And whatever identity you choose to have is how you can make the most of like any situation in life. So, you know, I believe that step one is, you know, truly getting in touch with not only your calling, but but also your personal happiness. And to do this, you got to realize that you are a creator. You are a creator. You are an artist. And as soon as you realize this, you know, you have the power to change what you're doing to also realize like if you don't like the identity that's associated with your job or your responsibilities or your craft, then it's time to change your direction. But identifying with what you do helps you both find purpose in what you're doing and also kind of really helps steer you towards what you actually want to be doing, I have found. And I feel like letting your identity inspire you to do the most you can with every action you're taking will really help you be present. You know, if you identify with that that career that you have or that job you have or that craft or whatever it is that you're doing with your time and your life, you're going to let yourself do it not only more authentically, but just more happily, more fully. You're going to enjoy it more. And the people who are receiving that love that you're giving and that energy you're giving in whatever your craft is are going to appreciate it more and get so much more out of it. You know, you're creating both a reality for yourself and a dream for other people. And the, the actions that you take make you a creator. Your actions make you a creator. So I think that that is, before we talk about anything else, just realizing that you are an artist and you are a creator. And then lies the question of how do you create from a place of authenticity, which is like more specifically what I want to talk about on today's episode. How do you take your art or your craft and how do you create something unique and something that matches, you know, your soul's calling? And by this, I kind of mean like, how do you make sure what you're creating is not just something you're told to be creating or not just some checklist of things that you're told you need to get done, but rather you're creating from a space in your heart and you're putting forward a result into the world that that will leave your mark, that will leave you truly genuinely satisfied and will leave the people around you like better in some way. And, you know, I've been contemplating this kind of a lot recently for, I don't know why, maybe it's the Leona Moon, who knows, but like in the world of content creation in terms of the podcast and the TikTok and whatever, it's really a strange, it's a strange, strange space to make sure that you're like spreading a message that you genuinely want people to hear. Um, and I've been trying to reflect on, you know, how to create from a place of authenticity, both on the podcast and in all my crafts, in my work, in my school, in life. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this will apply in the future to a career for me and for anyone who's already in their career or beginning it or even just taking a summer job or writing songs in their bedroom, you know, is how do you find that creative spark within you and make sure that you're not just, you know, broadcasting ideas for approval rather than for the genuine message that you want to spread. So as we like to do on this lovely podcast is like, I'm going to break, I'm going to try to break this down into steps. I've noticed that I do this a lot. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a me thing. I feel like it's really helpful to break things down into steps. Um, But step one, we kind of already talked about, and that's the key, realizing that you're a creator, right? Identifying with your craft, making sure it's something that you truly want to be doing. Asking yourself, does what I'm doing light me up? Does it inspire me to move forward every day? And, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge thing that you're doing. Like, seriously, it can be low-key. Like, it can be washing windows. You could be feeding feeding a dog. You could be, you know, plant sitting. Just make sure, like, the little things that you're doing are lighting you up for this period in your life, whatever, whatever that may be. And I'm not talking like, 
mm, I don't want to do my schoolwork. Like, it's a lot of work. So, like, I guess I just don't like school and I should change my direction. You know, I, I can't be a creator at school because I hate it. No. If, if you, you know, I'm not talking hard work. That is not what I'm talking right now. The things you love in life are going to take hard work. That's just kind of the way of the world. Um, and the hard work makes it all the more meaningful, right? But I'm talking, does it light you up? Is it taking you somewhere that lights you up? Is it inspiring you to get out of bed in the morning, you know? And if not, adjust where you are. And, you know, you have the power to adjust your environment. You don't have to keep that job if you're like, man, I am actively not passionate about this particular job. I actively hate kids. Don't work with kids then. You know, I actively cannot stand, like, the manager at this place. Maybe you need to go if you genuinely, like, disagree with their political beliefs and it's affecting you personally or something. Um, But outside of adjusting your environment, the primary work comes from adjusting your perspective. You know, realizing that you do have an impact, even from the smallest and tiniest little thing. The smallest and tiniest little thing will have an impact on the people around you. So even if it is that minimum wage job, um, and I talk about this a lot because it's, you know, how it is in the summer for a lot of people, um, or even if it is, you know, that desk job that you're like, it's a desk job, you know, but is it a job that inspires you? Do you like what you're creating? And can you shift your perspective to realize how much of an impact you have the power to make with that job that you're doing, with that craft or creation that you're doing? And, you know, this can apply to so many people in so many different ways. But after that, step one is step two, clearing out the noise. And I'm learning how to be intentional with, you know, the content that I'm consuming. So you have to be reminded that you are what you consume. And I made a TikTok about this just the other day because I, I could not stop thinking about it. Like, you are what you consume just like you are what you eat. People are always like, oh, you are what you eat. Like, I hate that when it's used in like a really evil sense, but like you quite literally are what you consume. You know, the content that you're constantly consuming is going to form your thought patterns. It's going to form the thoughts you have in your brain. And that is okay. You know, that's that's actually great. You can get a lot of great ideas from people around you, from the world around you, and you can get really inspired by this. You just have to make sure that it's intentional, right? To create from a place of authenticity, you shouldn't just be allowing your brain to scroll on TikTok for three hours a day, consuming whatever the algorithm throws at you, you know? Or, you know, you might just spit back some things from the algorithm that you might, you don't even agree with in your creation process. Um, But the noise can be really, really loud. The noise around you, it is loud. You know, you're constantly forming thoughts based off of what you consume. And obviously clearing out the noise is going to take a lot of work and also a lot of steps both online and in real life. Uh, You know, clearing out the noise by first being intentional with what you're consuming online. Go in with an intentional amount of time on social media, you know, set that timer. There's a timer setting on your phone, go into settings, screen time, and you can control how much time you spend on apps. And I I saw this thing that was like, treat yourself the way that you would treat, you know, a little kid. Would you let a kid have three hours of screen time? You know, would you let them hang around a friend who was constantly putting them down? You wouldn't. So do the same for you. Control what you consume, just like you would a little kid. And instead of constantly consuming random information online, control the people that you're following. Maybe read some books about things that you intentionally want to learn about. Because outside of, you know, controlling what you consume, you also need to control how much you consume online and just in general. But, you know, we're not built 
to be constant consumers. Our society really puts us in the place of being constant consumers and not even just consuming buying things, but consuming ideas, consuming things we have to do, ways we have to better ourselves, ways we have to fix this and fix that. And that can really be a lot. Like our brain is not meant to process that much in like a 30 minute sitting on TikTok. You know, you're constantly consuming. Think how many videos you probably watch or how many things you see on Instagram or whatever. Like you, your brain is absorbing so much information. So changing that by being intentional about your time and intentional about what you're consuming and taking a minute after the videos or the reels that you watch to be like, what did I learn from that? And if you really got something out of it, you know, instead of bookmarking it for later, maybe it's time to get up and do that journal entry right now from that cool video that you saw or clear out your closet right now from that thing that inspired you, you know? You can take action and be intentional about what you're consuming. And I found a great way to do this is also just to read books instead because then you can really hyper-focus on what you want to learn instead of just constantly consuming stuff that the internet is throwing at you because it's really, really hard to regulate that sometimes. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting cool ideas from the internet, but, you know, there's something to be said about limiting our time on that, on that. And, you know, the next thing is in real life, if, if you're trying to adjust your perspective for your crafts, you know, to, to really finalize that step one, like, I really want to see that I am the creator. I really want to see the purpose I can have with my, with my job and with my art you know, you have to clear out some of the noise of the people who don't realize that. And this can be really hard to identify. If you work at a restaurant, for example, and you're a host for a minimum wage job for the summer, I'm using my boyfriend as an example here. He's he's hosting at Outback this summer, which I've done that job too, host at Outback Steakhouse Gang. Um, but you're probably going to be surrounded, and this goes with any minimum wage job or any part-time job or whatever, by a lot of people who are constantly complaining about the job and talking about, you know, how there's no point or we're wasting our time. Oh, it's so boring here. Oh, I wish we made more money. Oh, you know, that noise. Oh, you know, it's all too familiar, right? And it's okay to sometimes, you know, complain to get you through it and bond with your coworkers and whatnot, but be conscientious of this and, you know, clear out the noise of the complaining people in your own mind. Spend less time talking about how much you hate your job and spend less time talking to people in the world that feed this energy, you know, or people that tell you that it's pointless or people that are like, oh, it's a waste of time, like working on guitar songs or it's a waste of time what you're doing. Like, I don't remember when their opinion mattered. And I also think that if someone is just just hates where they are, like, then you're just going to hate life because all life is is where you are right now. You know, so you get to decide what you make of every situation. So after realizing that you're create the creator of both your craft and of your reality, you have you have to, you know, clear out that noise that's telling you that you're not the creator or trying to tell you that everything is a waste of time or oh, I can't wait until I'm done with this phase of my life so I can get on to the next one. You know, clear out that noise because it have, it will affect the attitude or the way in which you do your craft. And I'm not saying, you know, we're all human. We all complain and say like, oh my God, like oh, it's so hot outside. Like at my job, my coworkers and I would constantly be like, oh my God, it's melting. Oh my God. You know, because without a little bit of, you know, bitching about your boss, <laughs> then like what even is a job? But I'm just talking stuff that makes you hate being there. Like make sure that you're looking at the little things and appreciating them and focusing on the difference that you can make. Um, because complaining coworkers 
or, or, you know, that kind of thing might make you half-ass your job or, you know, watching TikToks of other students that make you feel like you have to organize your classwork a certain way or, you know, use certain highlighters or take certain classes to be good enough. You know, it's all about clearing out the noise clear out the noise and the pressure to do something a certain way. Um, whether it be, you know, a bad attitude that someone else is rubbing off or doing it just for the followers, like creating yourself just for the followers or trying to please people or doing it so it just gets done. You know, all of that is noise. All of that is stuff that you don't necessarily need to be consuming. So do your best to just be conscientious when that is around and clearing out the noise and the pressure, and the pressure to please, because a lot of that will also be, you know, pressure to please other people. So once you do your best to clear out that noise, which I'm telling you right now is not going to be easy, but you can do it, and I believe in you, and yes, we're human, and we all complain, but make that space for yourself. Um, You know, give your brain that break. You deserve to be happy. Let yourself be happy. Let yourself be purposeful. It's okay. And then step three, once you shut off the noise, this brings us to, you know, step three, to create a place, to create from a place of authenticity. Once the noise is shut off, you get to really reflect on what you want to create. And this is so much fun. If this is not the point of life, you know, we are artists with a blank canvas in front of us. What ideas can you bring to the table? What things light you up about your craft and why? How can you contribute to those things? How can you contribute to those things? What gifts do you have? And this is a moment where you get to be the star. And honestly, brainstorm this with a good notebook and pen because this will help you. This is something you can refer back to. This is something that you can really use to visualize your dreams because I know that you're probably getting, you know, if you if you found this podcast and you're interested in it, you're probably listening to tons of other podcasts, including my own, about manifesting and creating your reality and bringing about your goals into existence and whatnot. And that's all very important. But step one is realizing what are your goals, right? What are your goals and how are they unique specifically to you? And during this brainstorm, you know, you can brainstorm how to make the most out of your minimum wage job. You can do this for every phase of life and every calling as it adjusts, as your craft adjusts, as what you're doing with your time adjusts what do you want to make out of this job of this like time period of whatever your craft is at that time what are the main things you want to bring to the table in the position you're in right now and what do you want to leave the world with through this craft or this job those are some questions you can use um, for journaling if you want to and you know make sure while you're doing this release expectations make sure to focus on clearing out that noise if you ever come to like well i want to do this so that I can get a ton of followers. Why? Why do you want a lot of followers? Who are you doing that for? Are you doing that because you want to leave the world a better place? Or are you doing that for your ego? Is that really going to make you happy? Are you doing that, you know, to flex on your haters? (laughs) Or are you actually wanting to spread a positive message? You know, reflect and make sure that, you know, you release the need to please and that you're doing this, you're not doing this for anyone else but yourself. If you're doing it for someone else, you know, reevaluate that, reevaluate your goals because your goals should make you light up, not anybody else. And create this list, truly brainstorm it out, create what you want to contribute, create and write down how to make the most out of this and what you want out of this career and what you want to leave with this, you know, career or job 
or craft. And step four, once you have, you know, kind of reflected on what you want to create, now you have your guidelines, you have the opportunity to put these ideas into reality in your craft, and you've actually written them out, which please do. I very much recommend. It can be very, very helpful. You can also turn them into a vision board or quotes that you carry around with you to inspire you or, you know, whatever affirmations. And if you ever get off track with these things, you know, that you want to contribute, these ideas that you want to contribute in your craft, if you ever find yourself not leaving the world with the mark that you wanted with this position or art, then you can let yourself get back on track. You know, if you ever find yourself unhappy in your career or your art or whatever you are creating as your as you know as an artist, you honestly should go back to these goals. The reason you're unhappy is probably because you're straying away from why you're doing this in the first place. You're straying away from your why. You're straying away from the mark you want to leave. And when you stray away, you can look back at this list and see, am I still contributing what I want to contribute? You know, am I doing what I intend to do with the gifts that I have? And, you know, if you're not, you can either leave the position if it no longer lights you up or stop doing what you're doing if it no longer lights you up and that's okay, right? Not you, You're not meant to stay in one thing forever. We're humans. We change and our calling changes, but our gifts are given to us to contribute into the world and you can you can leave if it no longer lights you up or it isn't doing what you want or you can change the way you're doing it to make sure that it is leaving the mark you want to leave you know if you become unhappy with your position as a teacher you feel like you're spending too much time making lesson plans and not enough time actually giving energy to the students for example then you go back to your goal list you know what what did you want to do as a teacher probably The goal is to, you know, leave the students with a better understanding of themselves, for example, if that's one of yours. Then look at that and say, how can I change this? Less time on the lesson plans, or maybe let's make a lesson plan regarding how they can learn more about themselves. Maybe I spend more time next class talking about, you know, their personal lives, whatever. Adjust what you're doing to make sure it is in line with your vision. And not only will you remain happy, and not only will this bring joy into your world, but it will bring purpose into your creative passions and pursuits, and it will make sure you're creating from a place of authenticity and of purpose and, you know, of happiness. And, you know, this way, you the impact that you are making is created outside of the aim to please, and it's created outside, you know, it's created with the understanding that you are a powerful creator and an artist. And now you can use this list, too, and these goals as a roadmap to create from this place of authenticity, which I think is really cool. And I truly think all of these things will allow for you to create from a place of authenticity to pour something authentic into the world. And I think it's a very powerful practice because not only are you going to contribute what you truly want in the world and leave a mark, but also this is a practice to make the most out of every single situation. You know, like people, I've got, I've had people get annoyed with me saying that like, oh, like, I, you know, friends that I'm obviously not friends with anymore saying like, oh, Sophia is so annoying. Like she's too optimistic. She's too whatever. And it's like, it's not that it's optimism. It's not that it's, you know, toxic optimism. It's that I'm trying to make the most out of a situation. And I honestly think doing that, you're not losing anything from doing that. You are finding your purpose and your calling, and you're also leaving the world better. And you're also just happier. 
give yourself permission to be happy and give yourself permission to change what you're doing and change your craft in order to align with a way that makes you happy. It's okay to change. It's okay to grow. It's okay to move and to shift. And through this lens, there's no waste of time with what you're doing. A summer job is not a waste of time. There is no waste of energy because you are contributing. You're making the world a better place consciously and actively because you're an artist and you're a creator in your own right. And that is all I have for you guys today. I'm I'm so excited that you joined. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for sticking with the podcast. Our community, our little community is growing and I'm I'm so excited. I'm just excited to be spending this time with you guys and honestly taking the stuff, all the stuff I talk about on here is stuff that I, you catch me having an entire existential crisis about all of these topics, like in my bed late at night. And when I design the podcast topic, you know, I do it off of lots of thought and lots of often research and spiraling and I write it all out and just please know that lots of love and thought and truly, truly thought goes into these podcast episodes and into what I'm hoping to share. I hope that it makes all of your lives better because you listening makes my life better and I'm so, so, so happy you're here. So I will catch you next week. Um, We will have another topic coming out um, and catch the TikTok for, for more out well and worthy, all one word. Um, If you want to check us out on there, we will be there. And uh, that's all I've got for you guys. Ciao for now. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you're already enough just as you are.